Hey everyone, this is Dan, the Six Figure Couch Surfer. I am trying something new. I'm podcasting from the outdoors. I have stepped about 10 adventurous feet from my back patio door. I took my little uh, bistro table, my wooden bistro table, and I've set it out amidst the yard that is shared among looking at 20 neighbors, 10 or 20 different units. I'm usually the only person outside. There's a few other people enjoying the outdoors during this COVID pandemic quarantine that's going on across the world. Uh, crazy times right now. So you can hear uh, some, some traffic driving by, some birds singing beautifully in the background. I needed to pick me up. Sunset is in about one hour to an hour and a half. My goal is to record a podcast and then crack open my Kindle, perhaps listen to an audiobook while I work on the website. But I'm posting this podcast about seeking motivation from others, picking up the 100, fa- the 100 pound phone, as they say, uh, to, to call somebody and reach out during these times. I've noticed that during the COVID blues, there's a, a deep existential feeling of disconnect from others especially for people like me who live alone, who are single, who don't have roommates, and who are not going to work anymore meeting peers. So whilst my introvert batteries are being completely recharged right now, and I truly do feel a newfound centeredness in my time alone, there is also a deep desire to have interaction among among friends, family, peers, Really, what I miss most are those near and dear friendships, those embraces that I get, those hugs that I get from friends who know me and love me, and I I miss that. I miss that authentic connection. Just being around society doesn't really excite me. I'm not stoked to go out to a shopping center or to be in any sort of marketplace. What I want is truly an intimate more friend, uh, one-on-one type discussion, a deeper type discussion, as one friend calls it a DNM, a deep and meaningful. I'm, I'm down for, for some of that. Now, right now, that is not allowed. I am not able to be around peers um, or friends or anyone because of uh, some, some of the stuff going on. So I'm not the only one. And when I pick up the phone and I call some friends... I realize how quickly I loop out of that that sadness, that gloominess, that sort of dark mindset of, man, the sun is setting on my social life and my connection with others. I, I notice that there's a slow creep, a slow tendency throughout the day to lose motivation, to feel those feelings of loss, those feelings of distance. And... I'm, I'm trying to remember and keep myself accountable to the fact that these are neurological phenomena that are occurring within the mind because of the environment changing. But I'm not disconnected from people. There is still love out there. We're all alone together. And when I reach out and I call a friend and I, I hear that authenticity, I just called my friend Brian in San Diego in Orange County uh, he's he's commuting right now from, I, well, I guess San Clemente now, um, just got a new job and he's living out of a, a hotel 
while he's getting trained up and that's in the middle of a pandemic i mean that's crazy to think he's he's away from his family just a couple hours away but he's got to stay in a hotel i had no idea so when i reached out and called him we both were able to kind of pick each other up keep each other motivated and and just share some brotherly love amidst a time where it's so easy to stay in on our own and look at the news look at the bad news focus on the negative and allow our minds to run with that and i want to encourage anyone listening to this whatever season in life this could be years past the pandemic if you are ever at a point where you feel yourself slipping down that path of disconnect pick up the phone especially at those times when it seems just like it's too much um to reach out and there are moments where I want to handle this on my own um, or I just lose enthusiasm to pick up the phone. I don't want to bum somebody out. I think that's the big thing. Having friends that you're able to, to mope in front of freely and vulnerably is so key. I, I find that to be extremely helpful. And I talked about how when I was running my business, there is a gentleman that I would meet with regularly back in San Diego and when I was bumming out, he picked me up. When he was bumming out, I'd pick him up. And we just continually meet throughout the weeks as we developed our businesses. And it was so key. It was so key. I just got cut off there by a phone call. Just put my phone on airplane mode. It was so key to be able to consistently jump in and out of each other's lives based on our availability. But on a on a fairly consistent basis, we were always checking up on each other. And it floored us every time that because it was such a gradual uh, phase of getting bummed out by life and it it always blew our mind that man you did it again you totally motivated me and he'd say the same thing dude yeah this conversation just completely put fuel in the tank and I'm, I'm getting I'm getting back after it thanks so much for the call we'd be so grateful just to be present around one another during these times uh, well, I, at least back then during those times of basically starving uh, when business wasn't, was just developing. And so I, uh, I'm reliving that, that now, that feeling of being at home, being remote, and then having to be so incredibly intentional about picking up the phone and reaching out to someone and then admitting right away what the agenda is for the phone call. Hey, I'm just reaching out because I'm losing motivation. I'm, I'm getting a little bogged down by life by the circumstances that we are all in. And uh, I just want to share that. And then hearing the other person on the phone empathize, share their experience, and then create that commonality between you two of, you know what, we're both on this, we're both in this together. And anytime you need to, you call me and you get that invite reciprocated. And that just fueled me. I mean, right away, I uh, threw on a weight vest. I went outside and did some lunges out in this beautiful green field. All the grass is starting to sprout now. The sun just broke out from the clouds. I mean, it was so picturesque to go outdoors. It was like a storybook, you know, green rolling hills. And I'm just doing lunges, throw off the weight vest, do some push-ups, some sit-ups. And now I'm breaking the table out, sitting outside, and I'm shaking off that that feeling of social anxiety of wanting to not be outdoors, not be seen. You know, I was turning into a hermit within 24 hours, growing a beard out and just camping out in my living room and didn't even want to open the blinds or let light in. It was weird, you know, it, that, that, that weird hermit mode started happening. And I know exactly what that is because I don't want to leave the cave, but 
I have to tip the scales. I have to tip the momentum to getting me up, getting my sneakers on, onto my feet, and then grab those those earbuds, put on some, well, for me, it's audiobooks right now, and then get outdoors. But it's it takes an incredible amount of force and velocity to, to get me up when I'm spending hours and hours and hours camping out without a, a real solid schedule of, of anything to do right now. So just want to say that the phone, they call it a hundred pound phone because it always feels so incredibly burdensome to pick up and, and make a call. Who do you reach out to? What's going on in their life right now? Do I really want to bother somebody to vent, to air out my not awesome feelings, to just be real? And I'm lucky, I'm blessed that I have uh, uh, several friends who have a complete open door policy to me calling them. And oftentimes it's whatever I'm going through is completely reflected either in their current state or a state that they've been in. But there's that, that understanding, that mutual awareness of, hey, I see you, I've been there and I'm here for you because I know how valuable it is for me getting that same phone call. And that's, that's who we are for one another. And during these times, it's such a strange phenomenon right now because as this pandemic is spreading, we are disconnected. And yet during times of tragedy, during times of disaster, we're supposed to come together as humans. That's, that's who we are. And we're not allowed to do that right now. So there's this constant tension of wanting to connect, but legally not being allowed to connect. And that extra danger, that shaming danger of don't be somebody who spreads the virus. Don't be somebody who the neighbors want to flag as a danger to society, to humanity, because they see you being irresponsible with who you're hanging out with. It feels like a policed type environment. And there's just so much social anxiety out in the world, in the media. There's so many negative assumptions about the direction where things are going and there's so much fear out there. And that pervasive mindset, that group consciousness and paranoia can can turn into a, a stifling environment. And I have friends who are on the front lines right now, who are nurses and doctors working in emergency care, working in ICU, who every day go in, they throw on their PPE and they know that they could get infected. And these are people that motivate me because they're running into the build, burning building, if you will. They're going into those hot spots where there are so many infected patients and they're not complaining. I understand that we're not able to go do our jobs and they are, their, their lives their office is still open is, is, is how they say it. Their, their lives haven't changed. Um, but in the midst of all this negativity and all the death that's going on, the real, the real consequences of this pandemic, you know, there's no point in pretending to be positive all the time when there's dark things happening. But there are people who are shining a light in those places and they are finding the motivation and the energy to just enjoy one another. I mean, they're smiling, they're treating each other with respect and kindness, but they understand that at any point they might, they might pop positive on a test. They know that because the PPE isn't always, nothing is 100% and they're doing their best. But 
these are people, these are friends of ours and peers and family members who are out there serving on the front lines in this pandemic. And here I am in my apartment closed off from the world. And it's, it's such an, I want to say interesting time, mind, mind boggling. I mean, I, I want to be motivated. I want to help. I know so many of us do. And yet we're cooped up waiting for, for a solution to arise, a vaccine, perhaps immunological or immunity certifications where, where if you've had the virus and you pop on the, on the antibody test and they prove that you have resistance and go back out in society. I mean, we're waiting for some sort of corridors to open for us to re-enter normality, but for now we're isolated. And so in that, what can we do to help motivate each other? What phone calls can we make? Can we, what honest conversations can we have? Not just when things feel great and we're slamming down the caffeine like I do. And then when I'm pumped and my heart rate is up, I can call people. That's, that's one thing. But how about during those downtimes or those times where fear really starts gripping me? Fear of will things become normal? The uncertainty also is exhausting. It's incredibly exhausting. And I'm in a particular work environment where we get many different messages throughout the day. And then at night, the next day's plans are completely altered. So there's, there's constant uncertainty. And I know that society as a whole is feeling this. There's so many questions and that is incredibly exhausting. And that is causing a lot of limbic hypervigilance, awareness of what's going on looking into uh, potential dangers around us but then this is an invisible danger not just because it's microscopic but because a lot of us aren't seeing sick patients around us we're just seeing it on the media and then at what point do we shut off the media and actually get outdoors and breathe in the air believing that it's good for us there's so many times uh, you know i make excuses of staying because it's safer well it could be safe I suppose for the immune system, but at some point if the body deteriorates, if the mind deteriorates, we've got to get outdoors and touch nature and let nature touch us. And um, I just love that I can take my shoes off, my flip-flops right now, and just put my feet on the grass and feel the grass blades between my toes and I can feel the wind on my body. and, And so much of my day is spent looking out the window, but staying cooped up. And I'm not someone who's a thousand percent motivated all the time, but yet I'm so incredibly grateful for the friends that I could reach out to and honestly ask to just share and vent and word vomit, verbally process this stuff that's going on. I am incredibly grateful for those discussions. I called Brian, called my buddy Chris. I'm going to speak with another friend, Matt. There's a couple other guys. And uh, I'm just, even though I'm so far away from them and we can't bear hug each other right now and be around each other and have a beer and sit by a fire, just those simple things, you know, the real simple things I'm missing. But we'll have that someday, soon, hopefully. And in the meantime, it's so important to constantly reach out. So what I, what I let my buddy Chris know is that when I approach the peak of my my energy level through the day and I'm feeling really motivated. I'm working on the blog, the podcast, this and that. I'm 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 going to reach out to him and reach out to others before I start losing motivation just to get that extra push to remember hey, get physical, get outdoors, 
get that weight vest on, go for a run, get on the bike, whatever it is. But I just hate the fact that I'm not able to go to jujitsu. I'm not able to go to a gym, uh, play a team sport of some sort. And uh, I know I'm not the only one who's bumming out. So I definitely want to just put a reminder out there to anyone who is like me, who finds himself in a situation where they know that they need to reach out for motivation. And yet I could go a couple days, more than a week, without even making a call if I'm not careful. And I could just be brooding and not stoked on life, not even excited to see the sunset or the sunrise. And that's that's a sad moment when I when I get to that position and I don't want to allow that to happen. So this is sort of, I'm making a, a, a pact with myself, a promise that every morning I'm gonna look at the sunrise and every evening I'm, I'm going to watch the sunset and I will bundle up if it's cold I will grab the right layers and I will take this bistro table with me, walk it out on this lawn and then perch up with my, with my coffee, my breakfast, get the Kindle, the laptop, whatever it is, the journal and have a mindful moment where I connect with nature and I respect the fact that my body is a natural entity and it needs to be in, in an environment where it feels connected with, with life around me. I don't want to be hunkered down inside of a box with just loads of information, way too much information that my brain can process about the calamity around this planet. And I'd like to get to a point where just like my friends going to work right now in their career, helping to save lives, where if death comes, then death comes. If the, the fear factor of, uh-oh, you might get sick, doesn't scare my friends from going into the hospital. It doesn't scare Ryan from going into the emergency room. It doesn't scare Jesse from, from nursing those patients and all of their peers that are with them, all their colleagues who are working with them. There's that reality of what could befall them. Absolutely. My buddy, Mark also, he, his wife is pregnant. And when he goes to work, he has to, uh, he goes to the hospital, puts on his clothes at the hospital. And then he has uh, a Tupperware type situation where he'll come home or before he leaves, he'll take his clothes off, he'll change his clothes, but he'll put them within a container and he'll be sure that they don't come near his wife. But he understands that nothing is 100%. And while she's pregnant, there's a chance that he might bring the bug home from the hospital. And these are friends of mine who are out there putting their immune systems and their lives and the, and the health of their loved ones potentially at risk and they're being as intelligent as possible and as wise as possible but they're not just giving up on helping to serve and that's so admirable and that right there is what's going to motivate me so tomorrow I'll be dedicating my workouts to uh, to these friends of mine and I'll be outdoors knowing that they're in my heart and I don't know how corny that sounds but I truly do think about them constantly and I'm checking in on them, trying to send text message, messages out when I know that there's that window of time when they're exhausted from work and they're going to bed and they got to wake up and go back at it again because they're in such high demand. Um, but I'm, I'd like to keep reaching out to them, loving on them, and then still uh, treat myself as, as a person through this. And... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a simple answer for it other than try to stay motivated and be honest about the times I am not motivated. And this message applies 
into any facet in life. So I'm done rambling. I hope you are doing well wherever you are, and I hope that you're healthy. I hope that everyone who isn't infected can can stay not infected. I don't know how this is going to shake out with the curve flattening, hopefully. But there's so many unknowns as, as the epidemiologists are running their, their numbers right now to figure out how, as a society, we can squash this. But in the meantime, we still have to take care of our minds, our bodies, our souls. There's so much to our human existence right now that is being challenged by this pandemic but uh i'll do what i can keep cranking out some content at least to to just mentally process what's happening